So I'm pleased to be sitting with Dr. Sonali Desgupta and our topic for this podcast is child children's behavioural issues. Um, so Dr. Desgupta, I know that you've got an interest in this um, area of medicine. Um, how did you come to be interested in that? Um, so a lot of my work at the moment, um, so I'm, I work in the NHS as well as a GP and during my training um, I did um, two actually quite long placements in paediatrics, um, so childhood medicine. Um, and it's it's something that um, is, is sort of quite commonly crops up and we get asked these sorts of questions a lot by parents who are, I suppose, concerned about um, whether they think certain behavioural um, challenges um, that can present in a child, whether whether they can be normal, whether they can signify something else, for example, ADHD. Um, so that's a question that I get asked a lot. Um, and it's something that I, um, in my practice, I would sort of guide parents as to whether this could be a possibility or whether this is, you know, kind of normal behaviour and it's something that they're likely to grow out of or whether it could signal a, a different type of, of condition. Um, so it's something that I am interested in because I think if we can um, identify any issues early and if children can get the support that they need, um, that uh, has a much kind of better sort of, it will stand them in better stead kind of going forward um, in their lives in terms of their, you know, sort of school life, their home life, etc. Um, so I feel quite passionately that, that children should be able to access the support that they need at the right time early. Um, so, so that's, that's sort of why I'm interested in, in, in this sort of aspect of medicine. Um, and I found, uh, I have found sort of since the pandemic, um, and, um, since the start of the pandemic, I think it's been a real, a really tough time for children. Um, and the kind of the changes that have come about in terms of being at home a lot, um, having their routines disrupted, not being able to see friends, etc. I think this has really kind of unmasked a lot of um, behavioural issues, mental health issues, and it's something that, you know, I think that um, as clinicians we need to really be aware of and, and support children to try and, yeah, get them back to kind of pre-COVID levels. That, that's great. Um, so if a parent was thinking maybe my child has, for example, ADHD, and they were thinking of coming to see you here at my specialist GP. Um, what sort of process um, will, will we offer them? Sure. So um, ADHD, which is Attention Deficit and Hyperactivity Disorder, um, is a, uh, a condition that's of, most often diagnosed in children, um, but there are increasingly more adults being diagnosed with this as well. And it's... Um, it's an issue that uh, has kind of three components to it. So there's... Um, there's a, sort of a, a component which is the hyperactivity part of it. So you may notice that your child um, has lots and lots of energy, finds it really difficult to sit still. If they're of school age, they might um, get into trouble with their teachers for not being able to sit still or kind of completing tasks. Um, and then there's another facet to um, ADHD. So um, children might exhibit signs of impulsivity where they um, find it difficult to complete tasks. They will often find it really hard to, to take turns. They might blurt out answers um, or sort of interject in conversations before, um, before kind of it's appropriate to do so. 
And then there's the inattention side. So children might find it really difficult to complete tasks. They might be quite forgetful. They might lose things quite a lot. Um, and sort of academic side of things, they might find it difficult to kind of keep up with, um, with their schoolwork because of this kind of issue. Now, all of those things I described, they can be, they can all be normal um, in children. And a lot of these things children will, will eventually grow out of. But what we, when we kind of suspect that there may be something that's a little bit more, um, is that, that it really kind of disrupts um, life at home or disrupts life at school, for example. Um, and my role would be, so if you are concerned about it, um, please do come and come and speak to us. Our role as GPs would be to, to screen your child or to really kind of look at them and see whether ADHD could be a possibility um, or whether we're looking at any other kind of um, developmental issues or um, any other kind of conditions that, that may be affecting them. Um, and what we would then do is if we suspect that there is a strong possibility of ADHD, um, we would be referring to a child and adolescent mental health practitioner um, who is normally a psychiatrist that, that deals in that deals with children and adolescents who would be responsible for making the diagnosis. So as GPs, we would um, screen for the possibility that this could be ADHD. We would then refer on to the specialist. The specialist would make the diagnosis and if treatment is um, appropriate for your child and usually the treatment would be in the form of medication. Um, if that is appropriate for your child then it would be the specialist that, that begins the treatment and gets your child stabilised on the treatment um, and then your, your GP or your kind of family practitioner may then pick up those, uh, pick up the kind of the ongoing care from that point. That's great. And if the per parent was booking here with us, um, we would send out a questionnaire pre beforehand? Yeah, absolutely. So it really helps because there's so many facets um, to, to ADHD and lots of different symptoms and girls and boys sort of are affected in different ways. And then um, depending on age groups, so depending on how old your child is, again the kind of the, the constellation of symptoms can be quite different so it's really helpful um, for us to have um, uh, it's, it's, it's called pre-screening formally and essentially it's, it's a questionnaire that you as parents would fill out um, and it's got um, sort of various features and you would see whether those features apply to your child and it's really helpful if the school also fill out something similar so there's a, a, a questionnaire that's um, designed for your child's school teacher and if they have noticed any of those sorts of behaviours um, then they would indicate that on the form and that really helps us to then um, to try and um, decide whether ADHD is a possibility and we would send that information to the specialist as well. Okay that's great what other types of um, behavioural issues um, might be perhaps confused with ADHD are there any sort of overall commonly found issues that you've seen as a doctor? Yeah, so ADHD has a, an overlap with a, a lot of um, different kind of behavioural issues. Um, a lot of which, as I mentioned, can just be a kind of a normal reaction for your child in a, in a given situation. Um, sometimes if your child has symptoms of anxiety, this can often, um, particularly in younger children, can be, can overlap with a lot of ADHD symptoms. So if your child is very anxious, 
they may have difficulty concentrating, finishing tasks, they may, you know, exhibit impulsive behaviour. Um, and that's something that we need to kind of um, try and tease out whether we're dealing with kind of anxiety symptoms. Um, there are um, sort of, uh, there's some overlap with um, autistic spectrum disorders as well, uh, which is something that we would often diagnose in childhood. Um, and there's, uh, again, the, the diagnosis of autistic spectrum disorder is, is similar to, to ADHD in that a specialist usually a paediatrician would diagnose that and again it's um it's usually a combination of different kind of behavioral issues but often it's it's associated with developmental delay um delay in speech and language uh, difficulties in communication sometimes it's apparent very early on in childhood sometimes these things become apparent later on so there there are lots of different conditions that that have an overlap and i think this is where Speaking to a GP, speaking to a doctor um, would, is useful in, in, in trying to tease out, um, you know, sort of what, what the issues are and what, what they could represent. That's great. Thank you very much.